your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to a Labor Day. Welcome to a Labor Day. Welcome to Monday. 608-785-7914 for those of you listening to Lacrosse Talk PM on this day off. No day off for me or Brad, Brad Williams. Was that Mike Pence's uh, talk today? What do we? What does he do? Is he campaign rally? Is it a campaign rally? You have to ask him. Or is he just touting Dairyland Power? 608-785-7914. I do want to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. I probably end up talking about them tomorrow, too. It looks like Giannis, of course... Bucks hoping Giannis can play. Well, no kidding. That's the headline. Bucks hoping to see Anadikupo. Bucks hoping to see Anadikupo can play Game Five versus Heat. Missing some words there, AP. Um, but yes, of course, yes. The Bucks are definitely hoping that the best player in the league, who's maybe the best player ever, could be the end of this. Could be the best player ever. He's going to have to learn how to shoot a three. He wants to do that. Uh, yeah, the Bucks are kind of hoping that he's going to play. Uh, I, I I wrote this yesterday on WKTYSports.com. It wasn't it wasn't really in depth, but the idea that well should it, it, for for the sake of longevity, for the sake of Giannis's health, for the sake of his future, should he play in this game? Because the Bucks aren't going to win the series. Um, it would take pretty pretty. Big miracle for them to do that. They lose one more game to the Heat. They're out. The Heat are a very good team. The Heat have been scheming the whole year to beat the Bucks. How do we beat Giannis? That's all they've been thinking about the whole year. Not only did it just beat Giannis, the likely MVP of this year, last year's NBA's MVP, but how? But but not just to beat him in the playoffs. This the the idea here for the Miami Heat is to beat him so that he joins them. Come to the dark side, Giannis. Kind of what LeBron did, in a way. More so what Durant did. And there's some some comparisons here with Kevin Durant. But what, what the Heat are hoping is that he loses to them, sees what they've got going on, because they had a couple of young players. They got this stud, Jimmy Butler, who is, is his work ethic is similar to Giannis's. And Giannis would be like, oh, yeah, no income tax in Florida. That does sound nice because Giannis is going to be the highest paid player in the NBA next year. The Bucks are going to offer him the largest ever contract in the NBA. Whether he takes it, we don't know. But he could take it and they could trade him at that point. He could trade him, which would be you know devastating, but it's kind of what you got to do if he's going to leave anyway. Um, Matt, the uh, smart thing to do is not trade him and just let him leave because then because you never know you never know what happens but the idea here last year Kevin Durant was you know he's one of the best players in the league he's like he's six foot ten he can shoot better he's one of the best shooters so a six foot ten guy that could shoot threes dribble he's he could dribble he do do it all for for those of you who don't know who Kevin Durant is he could do it all he's he's Giannis but better in terms of shooting. And last year, he hurt his calf in the playoffs. And he got to the point where he could make it back. He was in the NBA Finals. I'm playing. It's the Finals, right? I want to win this championship. 
So he comes back, and what happens? He ruptures his Achilles. The, so the one of the best players in the league tries to come back too early from an injury, ends up rupturing his Achilles. Done. He hasn't played since. So that was last year. He's been sitting out all year. He left the team. He went to a new team. Why he did that? We're, money probably. Not really sure he wanted to do his own thing. Uh, Giannis has a year left on his contract. So he's going to try to play tomorrow with this severely sprained ankle. I'd I'd say it's severely sprained if he you know he's playing on it. But who knows what kind of like drugs they give these guys so they can endure this pain. Um, I've sprained my ankle enough times to know that I don't want to do anything when I when I sprained my ankle, let alone just do it a couple days later. But the smart thing might be here because the Bucks would really have to pull out a miracle to win it. The smart thing might be to just let him sit out because the Bucks do have him next year. And as long as you have him next year, you could win the championship next year, and then Giannis would probably not leave Milwaukee. I mean, it's very likely that the Bucks will be a favorite to win the championship next year. If he gets injured in this playoff game, that means kind of almost nothing tomorrow. If he gets injured like Kevin Durant does, where he's injured for a year, he has to sit out all of next year, he could leave. And the Bucks would, would, would be out, the best player in the NBA, and that would be it. Giannis this whole time has always said the right things. He's always, I love it, Milwaukee. I'm going to stay in Milwaukee. There's a really funny story about him. And I'm not going to have all the details right. But it's just kind of a funny story the way. And it, and always with these stories, you know, it's kind of like when you you tell a, a story about yourself and the details always change to make the story a little bit more awesome. It's kind of how I end up telling this story. But Giannis is, he had to, he had to like send some money back to Greece for his family. So however you want to do that. So he's at the bank or whatever, and then he's running down the street in Milwaukee. And what I imagine is a, a family, think of the Griswolds, uh, Christmas vacation, think of that woody wagon, that green woody wood paneling, um, you know, that, that whatever you call it, station wagon, that's the word. Think of that station wagon that the Griswolds were driving to get the Christmas tree, right? So Giannis is uh, jogging down the streets of Milwaukee towards the Bucks arena. This station wagon pulls up and they're like, that's Giannis Antetokounmpo. And uh, dad rolls down his window. Giannis, where are you going? What's, you know, you're running, you know, it just didn't look natural. Maybe, maybe he had clothes on that were, you know, didn't like he was Giannis out for a jog, maybe down the streets, Milwaukee, like think Rocky maybe, but so whatever they ask him and he's like, I got to get back. I forgot. You know, I think he gave, he sent all his money home. So he didn't have any cab fare. For, for our, however that works, he didn't have any cab fare, so he was jogging back to the arena. And they said, well, get in. And they gave him a ride back to the arena. There was a game that night. So you can go look up this story and get all the details straight, but that's how I like to tell it. So this is one of them things where, you know, Milwaukee loves Giannis. Giannis loves Milwaukee. Why would he leave when, when you have stuff like that happen? It's almost like Minnesota nice, but it's Wisconsin nice. Um, so, so th- that's just kind of one of them stories with with Giannis. That's super cool. There's another one where he goes to a restaurant and they failed to failed to get him a seat, and he just stood there waiting, and nobody nobody knew it was Giannis. And you kind of, you know, if you're in Milwaukee and Giannis comes into your restaurant, you sit him down right away, give him everything he wants, right? He's like the should be the most popular player um, in the in the state. Should be the most popular person in the in the in the state of Wisconsin, let alone Milwaukee. Uh, Eric from Sparta is calling in. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. 
Yeah, really, when it comes to uh, sports and stuff nowadays, uh, we got the coronavirus, and we got Black Lives Matter. Then we have to watch sports, and all you see is Black Lives Matter. It's sickening. I don't like it anymore. They're killing themselves. Eric. What? What? They're, what? they're black. <laughs> they're, they're black people. And they their Not teammates. All of them are, but, but the point is, but, people are sick and tired of this crap. They want to watch sports with somebody. Send them this crap all the time. All you, the crap's going on in the country. The virus, all that stuff. Somebody wants something different than going on with this crap but all Eric, the time. But Eric, they're sick of being systemically racist against them, the, the a people, right? Like they're they're sick of this. Like you you can't take you can't take a a, a t shirt that says BLM on it. There, this has been 400 years. I can take it, but I want to listen to watch sports. I don't want that crap. I want something normal instead of this stuff that's going on all the time. Because all these protests and these riots and crap like that. But that, Eric, that, I would, Eric, I would suggest you look into why they're doing that because this is something that they're enduring and they're so, the, bringing attention to it. They're as much racist, okay? They're the racists. They're the ones. They're the Marxists. The communists. They want everything their way and no nothing else. And I agree. I agree 100 percent that. They got a short end of the stick a lot of times, but Trump is trying to change that. But the Democrats won't let it because they're worse. They're worse than Black Lives Matter. They are, they are far left people. Like, uh, Kamala Harris. Oh my God, that woman. She wants to. Um, she wants to put people in jail, literally, for uh, being climate deniers. And she's going to use this uh, uh, some uh, law in the, in the books that it's absurd. She's nuts. The woman's crazy, and so Biden doesn't even know what he's talking about half the time. He can't walk, kind of like me. But anyway, this guy is out of it. You can't take a news conference unless uh, it's, so it's er- Eric, written out in advance for him. Eric, Thanks a lot, Biden. All right. Whatever, Eric, whatever station Eric's watching, to pick up some of that news, like, let's all tune in and just see, just see how that's going down. Kamala Harris wants to put climate deniers in jail. Joe Biden can't walk. Um, all right. So, whew. I don't know how far on the ca- how far down the cable dial does that station go? 608-785-7914. King Kam- is Kamala Harris putting uh, climate deniers in jail? Is that what we're doing? Law and order, right? Like that's all we've been that's all I hear all the time. We're the law and order. We need law and order. So, sounds like Kamala Harris doing doing the whole law and order thing too. Can't argue with that, I guess. Um, all right, we're going to be back in a couple minutes. Brad, no news. I just I put a CBS News. We're going to do a little CBS News. We're going to do Brad doing the news at the end of the hour, but uh, he's going to come in here in a minute and, and tell, tell, talk to us about what uh, Mike Pence said today. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Brad Williams, Wisdom News, in the studio now, way over there. What, about eight feet, Brad, right? About, yeah, something like that. About eight feet away. I don't have my mask on because I forgot it because, I don't know, different colors. It's a holiday. What do you want? I know, right? So I'll, I could do this. I, I worked, talk through my shirt, I worked uh, since early this morning. I know. You've I'll been, tell you, I'll, it's been a very long day. This is like... Hour twelve for you? Well, I, I even I took a little break in the middle of the afternoon, but yeah, you uh, took. But a, I'm I'm back to finish up stuff. We give out fit paid fifteens here, paid fifteen minute lunch breaks. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Um, all right, so so you were at the Mike Pence rally. Is it a rally or was it something it, else? It was a rally. Okay, sure. it was a rally because yeah, I. 
Because going to Dairyland Power to do a campaign rally seems weird to me. Like, well, we're going to rally at a... It seems like maybe we should go to Dairyland and we, we don't have to call it a rally then. We could call it like a business situation where we're doing, you know, we're doing business stuff. We're, we're you know, checking out how Dairyland Power works because we got to do some stuff for the feds. And He was doing work. a little of that, but uh, it was to promote energy. Obviously, it was to promote working people because it's Labor Day. I think what everyone wants to know is where was Jennifer Schilling? Did you see her? She was there. Was she? I saw her. Okay. Did... I and uh, I did not get to talk to her at length, but she was uh, she was one of the many people working for Dairyland or, or otherwise uh, assigned to the event uh, uh, with the uh, thermometers checking people's temperatures. They came in. Oh, this... and I asked her, "This is your new job." Taking temperature? <laughs> she said, yeah, right? So <laughs> that, That's exactly what I would have asked her. And she would have said, I'm not talking to you, Rick. Um, did you ask her how Prince, her, any opinions I, on I, Prince? No. No. no I, <laughs> I did. Inside it was joke. Just very briefly, it was, it was just basically I noticed her, she noticed me, and I said, this is your job? Yeah, you got, the, you got your zinger in there. That's good. <laughs> All right. So what, your impressions of uh, Mike Pence today and, and what, what was his focus? He he was um, hitting a lot of uh, different issues, uh, the economy, of course, and, and trying to protect working people. The idea that jobs are coming back after the lows we've had in the coronavirus uh, of a few months ago. And to that end, he also had Labor Secretary Eugene Scalia with him, who talked for a few minutes as well, and saying the same thing, that uh, the uh, the economy is bouncing back faster from the coronavirus than it did from the recession of 2008. He right. says it's we, we're getting more or we're getting more jobs back or we've lowered unemployment faster in the last few months than uh, Obama did in three and a half years after he took office. Okay. So good but, job by them. Did they say anything negative? Like, you know what? We could do better here. <laughs> really? Maybe we could do better here. Uh, I actually do have a couple of clips that you might want to play because I don't know that people want to listen to me when we actually have the vice president in town. We have on the uh, the on user uh, Brad Brad on, on, on air on air Brad on air at the okay. bottom. Yeah. Okay, which one? Uh, you can uh, start with the. You can take the top two because they're both about maybe forty five seconds a minute long. Yeah. Okay. This, in is, uh, this is called Pence Energy. Yes. All right. Here we go. We're letting the American people keep more of what they earn, and I promise you we're going to keep fighting for tax relief for working Americans every day. Where President Trump signed more laws cutting federal red tape than any president in American history, Joe Biden wants to bury the American economy under an avalanche of red tape, like his own version of the Green New Deal. And here at Dairyland Power, you deserve to know, Joe Biden and the radical left want to crush American energy and American energy jobs. They want to pass uh, their climate change agenda and cap and trade that would cost, that would raise the cost of electricity for nearly every household and business in Wisconsin. President Trump, for his part, unleashed American energy and all of the above energy strategy. As we stand here today, the United States is now a net exporter of energy for the first time in 70 years. We're energy independent. Mention. Okay, what's that? It was right after that that he did mention Kamala Harris being in Wisconsin, also being in the Milwaukee area today, and, and said that uh, she 
is uh, she voted against the USMCA deal, which uh, is, in effect, voting against Wisconsin farmers because it didn't deal with climate change. So uh, she's part of the radical agenda as well, is what uh, the vice president said. Now he said he he mentioned the Dairyland Power. Did he mention at all that they're trying to build a or building a seven hundred million dollar natural gas plant? Did he bring that up? That really didn't come up. It didn't come up. No. Okay. I feel like it, it, it's always interesting to to talk about how uh, you know we're gonna prices if if the radical left as as he puts it and, and you know your your energy costs are gonna skyrocket with the radical left, the radical left or the left or Democrats or not conservatives want to promote green energy so you know you utilizing the sun solar power wind power stuff like that I feel, well feel dairy like land's if, working on solar too they, right they've got uh some uh solar farms in the madison area or down near madison that they're involved with as well right so pence didn't mention those though. uh he uh also did talk about the uh virus and he is the head of the coronavirus task force uh, saying that uh, very early on, he's still head of it because I thought yes, it was he, the uh, the radiologist. Now that was. well, he he has been in charge of it, okay. and he uh, noted that very early this year, before there was much infection in the U.S., that President Trump suspended all travel from China, and Mr. Pence says that saved a lot of lives and bought us time. And we are at the point of uh, we are preparing eighty eight hundred thousand tests a day is that we're doing right now and he's saying i think we have a vaccine clip in there too uh that uh, talking about vaccine could be ready very soon all right here, here's that clip joe biden said not long ago that no miracle is coming but here in america we're in the miracle business and we're going to have a safe and effective vaccine for the coronavirus before the end of this year. November 2nd, I think it comes out. That's when that comes <laughs> out. Um, this other one, is uh, it's called Trump Real Deal. Yes. What, do, can you set that it, one up? Uh, is it uh, how uh, Trump has been good for the economy? Oh, okay. Here's that clip. He's the real deal. The man who says what he means means what he says. Never backs down. And I can tell you he's never stopped fighting to the working people of Wisconsin. But for all that we accomplished in those first three years, for all we've done to see our nation through this time as America's begun to stand up again, go back to work and back to school, that's just what President Trump calls a good start. And I promise you, I promise you that we're never going to stop fighting for working people all across Wisconsin and all across America until we bring this state and this nation back bigger and better than ever before. Never stop fighting. It's a uh, pretty good key phrases there. Uh, we're gonna, it's kind of, yeah. Sounds like Brad Paff. <laughs> I didn't see him there. I didn't see Brad Paff, but I, Dan Kapanke was there, who was also uh, running against for state senate. Uh, Brian Rood, former state senator, who is now working for Dairyland Power, was there too. So it's, uh, uh, we've got some reactions from them as well that we'll be playing next couple of days. Now, you were also uh, maybe on your way in or you're on, on your way out from the Pence rally. You did see uh, some protests. Can you describe that? Well, actually, we heard them first. Now, this, this is a setup that uh, the Pence rally was in a parking area of Dairyland Power. They have uh, This is on East Avenue South, not too far from uh, Mormon Cooley Road. Is it, uh, you, 
you had to park. Uh, people who covered the uh, meeting had to park in the uh, parking lot of the state office building, which is on Mormon Cooley Road next to the cemetery. And you had to work your way around to uh, the parking lot. And uh, so uh, Mike Pence was facing us. He was facing east. Well, behind him, about a block, were the uh, Black Lives Matter, were the... Uh, the groups uh, from both sides, the uh, mm-hmm. Trump-Pence supporters and the Black Lives Matter demonstrators as well. You can hear a little of the chanting. And then afterward, as they were leaving, they had to leave that way and go out on East Avenue and on the way back to the airport. And people were there, and <laughs> they were uh, had signs and so on, a couple of people in costumes as well, you know, superhero costumes. That they kind of have a, like, a, like a heckle off, like... One side chanted, and then one the other side, side said the Black Lives Matter, and the other side said four more years. Yeah, okay, four more years of Black Lives Matter. Maybe, maybe it was all. Maybe they were all one side. <laughs> I it didn't look like from judging by the uh, signs and the banners they were carrying. It was two different groups, but they've they have mingled together before. Um, okay, so yeah, they were on Friday uh, on, on, in front on of Big Lots. Cooley they were road, yeah. doing the same thing. I'm, my friend lives right across the road from there. I'm like, hey, snap some pictures of that just in case uh, it gets heated. Um, okay, last thing. The the my parents were coming in today. Yeah, and they just I think they just missed the. Did did, did you get a get any feel? And maybe you know callers can call in later and, and let me know or text me. Yeah, uh, just the amount have... of security and Apache helicopters and Air well, Force. There, <laughs> there were helicopters. There were a lot of uh, state patrol vehicles and lacrosse police, which were part of the security down there, and you could see them as the uh, the motorcade was leaving the Dairyland Power area. It's like there were oh, you know, a dozen vehicles or more and mm-hmm. couldn't really tell which one the vice president was in, which is the idea, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, but uh, they were there. There was a, a lot of police presence uh, on the way down there from th- downtown. Now, on, on because uh, they had to come in from the airport on the way downtown, you're going South Avenue, and I was seeing the police put barriers, barricades uh on the streets along, so uh, if you were coming, you couldn't get onto South Avenue from a side street while you know it was right. time that you were we were waiting for Mr. Pence to come in. Well, it seemed obvious what car Pence was in. Wasn't he in a pink Cadillac or not? I thought he was. <laughs> not that I saw. No, it wasn't. Okay, <laughs> didn't see that. Um, all right, thanks, Brad. Okay. I'll let you uh, let you go home and go to bed. Uh, not ready. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not Still yet. gonna work. Got he's a lot going to work to do. He's got going in on 13 hours of of day here on a Labor Day. It's a whole new meaning to Labor Day. Brad Williams is bringing a whole new meaning to the word the the phrase Labor Day. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talking text line. We're gonna do there's it says Scott's comment. So Scott's comment maybe, maybe Scott did a comment and uh, and I made Brad do the news of course. So uh, we got that those two things coming up. We'll be back after this. How was it? True. Are you okay with Postmaster General DeJoy and the fact that he asked former employees at his private company to make donations to the GOP and then reimburse them? Are you okay yeah, with that? I don't know too much about it. I read something this morning, but I don't. Other than that, I have to see it. Uh, he's a very respected man. He was approved to... Uh, very much uh, by both parties, I guess. It was sort of a, an approval that took place by both parties. I don't know exactly what the story is. I'll certainly know within a short period of time. I just read it for the first time. I read it this morning, just like you did. 
you support an investigation, sir? Sure, sure. And in I think the let the investigations go, but, but uh, he's a very respected man. Again, it was a uh, bipartisan commission. Postmaster General is appointed by a bipartisan commission. And we'll All right, welcome that. back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. That's Donald Trump today talking about his Postmaster General. Should be investigated, apparently, but he doesn't know a whole lot about it. He's only the president. Doesn't know a whole lot about it. <laughs> Barely know the guy, right? That's always his answer to all these things. Barely know the guy. I just heard about it. I don't really know the details yet. I just read the story this morning. I don't know. Uh, he was my lawyer, but I barely knew him. You know, I didn't, I didn't know all the things he was doing. Uh, Triple Tom's calling in. Tom, go ahead. You're on the air. Okay. Uh, see, Rick, I want to tell a little bit of information about Dearlyn Power, and I, I really wish you would let me tell the whole story. It'll only take a minute, but you got to wait till I'm almost finished before you get the gist of it. Dude, I the saw... reason that they're trying to build a new a gas power plant, a natural gas power plant up uh, in way up in the north, is because they are idling and shutting down coal plants locally. They need to build this new plant up north because uh, they can build they can build it there and supply it and use natural gas, which is a much greener fuel. Because at at night and and uh, on days when the wind doesn't blow, the green energy is not sufficient. So we're shutting down power plants that we just built 20 years ago, or we're idling them, and we're shutting others down. And 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 because it's uh, we. We are trying to make it more energy efficient um, and use as much green energy as possible. But when the wind doesn't blow and the sun doesn't shine, we need to be able to make up the difference. So we're shutting down coal plants, but we are firing up, hopefully, and going to fire up a new natural gas plant, which is far less polluting than the coal plants. And that's why they're trying to build that new gas plant. All right. So when are you done or not? I didn't know when I could almost cut you yes, off. Yes. Yes. That's, okay. that's the story. I appreciate you listening to the whole thing. Yeah. So, you know, in, if you want to go there, my a lot of the, the problems come from, from, you know, a state senator signing off on this deal and then quitting her post and then going and running said uh, power company. So that's always a little well, fishy. Yeah. Well, you know, that that's politics. Uh this was something that is very, very necessary to get this plant up and running. It's only because we're shutting down coal plants. We built a, uh, a massive power plant up in uh, western Wisconsin. Uh, Dairyland is a major owner of that plant, and now that plant is never going to utilize its uh, maximum potential, Mainly, and they're shutting other uh, plants down. But the, the the real reason they're trying to do that, and so, yeah, I, it's real clear that they're doing that because they need some power uh, because they'll end up like California. They won't have sufficient power to keep going if we don't generate some when the sun's not shining and the wind's not blowing. Seems like a lot of money, and it seemed like we had to, to play a little pol- political hoops uh, to get there. It, that seemed very sketchy to me. So um, when, we, it, when we have to is, get – when we have to it, pay – Pay for a seven hundred million dollar natural gas plant. You know they have to pay for it, uh, but we need uh, our politicians to sign off on that and then go work for that company as the CEO. Uh, that's the like we should probably be you know second guessing the whole situation. 
Dairyland Power is one of the finest companies in the entire world. It's a it's a huge, massive co-op. Uh, you should be you are very fortunate mm-hmm. to live within their boundaries and never question uh, anything. Is a and, great company and never question anything they do ever. They could do whatever they want. Don't ever question well, it. Uh, you know the truth is, Darylin Power has always been a flawless character. We- <laughs> okay, that's we're good. I don't know. It sounds like Tom's working for Darylin Power. If you ask me. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Joe's really mad at me on the text line. He's mad that he's mad because uh, athletes are speaking out against racism in their own various ways, and because of that. Uh, because and then somehow that means viewership is way down in pro sports, but because I care about that for whatever reason, I feel like the NFL's viewership is t- tanked, totally tanked. You know, since they're not playing games or anything, baseball viewership way down. You know, because because baseball players are speaking out. Okay, they're not. Um, let's see what else did Joe say. Joe said, uh, everybody likes Mike Hayes more than me. They appreciate Mike in the morning. So much more common sense. Um, and not the international intentional liberal media ignorance exclamation point. Whenever, whenever I get texts with exclamation points, I got to question it. So Joe's back to back text here. He sent me with, with exclamation points. His third text mentions the quote, loony left capitalized loony capitalized left automatically and just like I'm good there I don't really need to uh to dive into that text I could if I want I guess uh then he's mad that I called Louis DeJoy the postmaster general which he is so I don't know why you're mad about that Joe seems like you're 0 for 4 in my book uh go to the phones caller who's this hey um uh, well my name is Ted and I just heard this thing about the Postmaster General, uh, your comment, the president should know, you know, who these people are. And anyway, but I'm just wondering this whole thing about him uh, getting his his company employees to make contributions and then reimbursing them. But how is that any different than, you know, Dick Record doing that with uh, Scott Robert Shaw and Brad Williams and, and then reimbursing them? making their those uh, contributions. Well, Dick Record doesn't pay us, so I don't know. Dick Record doesn't. I don't know. I don't really know how how to handle that. Just he's not my boss, so he. I have four other bosses. Dick Record, not one of them. So I don't know. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. But you know, go ahead and talk crap about him. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's all great. It's all super fun. To, to do it's what I want to do on on the air is talk crap about my bosses. Um, yeah, the whole the Trump said he's open to investigating Louis DeJoy. So over you know GOP contributions, we should be. We're kind of talking about that in, in in every regard. We should just end the whole idea of of politicians being able to do that. Maybe give them some stiff penalties for 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 doing stuff like that. I don't know. Um, I did want to talk about so you know. I did want to talk a little bit about the idea of college right now. I really just want to flip it because my nephew has started college and it's, it's something it's, it seems like such a sad state 
at this point of, of what college could be and, and what college is right now. And I want to hit on that. And when we come back, uh, we'll be back after this. All right. Welcome back to the Talk PM. A couple minutes left here in the show on a Labor Day. Laboring through an hour of work today. It's so difficult. Meanwhile, Brad's pulling in massive overtime on a Monday. 16, he's going to go for a 16-hour day, I think. He's going to do a double shift. He was at the Mike Pence rally at Dairyland Power today. He's got all kinds of stories in, in the works from protests. Sounded like they were protesting behind Pence while he was speaking. Not like right behind him. That would be funny. We'll put the protesters right behind me. Give them a fair shake. Put them right there. You guys, can you be quiet? I'm trying to. I'm trying to give a campaign speech. I'm trying to. I'm trying to yell about socialism. Guys, come on, guys. BLM, BLM people, be quiet behind me. I'm trying to campaign rally here. Um. But just before the break, I kind of mentioned my nephew going. He's he's starting college. He's going to where I went, Stevens Point, and I was I thought that was super cool. I I, I threw a. I have another friend whose whose child is also going there, so I included a, a Facebook post just asking all my college friends, just hey, where were the cool places that the cool things that we did in college. To, to go go check out, you know, what are the things after four or five years in Stevens Point, you know, if you could go back and go tell a freshman, hey, these are the things that you missed out on. These are the things you shouldn't miss out on, I should say. Because at, when we were in school, it took a couple of years to figure all this stuff out. So you need to do this. You need to go to this ice cream shop. And we've, the Stevens Point's got its own like little, it's like a mile walk to this weird, it's not a weird, but it's just a kind of a out of the, out of nowhere ice cream place you walk to and uh there's a couple of cool hiking trails uh, a couple of cool lakes just a, a couple of cool different spots frisbee golf that you wouldn't know if you if you didn't know it was there you, you just somebody would have to tell you so but but what also is happening obviously is because there's a virus going down they can't do everything that you would do in normal school first of all i think they're going virtual for the time being which seems you know like why, why would you even go to college? So you go, you're going to go to college, you're going to be in the dorms with a whole bunch of other freshmen or a whole bunch of other dorm, you know, college students in the dorms. I guess they don't have to be freshmen. And he has a roommate. So at first I thought they were going to be one to a dorm room, but that's not the case. So he has a roommate. and and But then if you're going to go virtual learning, and I'm not completely sure this is true, but it, it just seems like if it is true, it seems really silly to go we're gonna we're gonna stuff all the students in a dorm but also they're gonna have to learn virtually so they're all gonna sit in their dorms on their laptops and and listen to lectures that way maybe or, or what at this point too uh, i know a lot of the schools i know a couple of the professors here at viterbo um even ted wilson the other day and keith knutson said they're they're having classes outside at this point although today would have been kind of a chilly day to have class if it was a school day per se but uh, yeah, to have class virtually, just missing out. I mean, the, the idea. I mean, I, I sure going to class in college was always kind of like, eh, should we go today or not? But but if you're going to go to college, then part of that is going to class, and then all the other things like yeah, college, go to class. That's like that's like thirty percent of the experience, right? There's also 
the host parties that you probably shouldn't go to. That's like what the 40, 50% of the experience. Um, the, the, my favorite part of college is being able to play sports for about eight hours a day. If you, if you, uh, didn't want to study, there was always something going on where you could play intramurals. It, it like any number of sports intramurals. And then there were any number of pickup games. And that kind of shaped the rest of my life because I would always get to whatever town I lived in, Winona or wherever. Here, I would find the pickup get pickup basketball games, pickup volleyball games, and uh, to not be able to play intramurals, it was it was one of the funner things that we got to experience in college, and in a great way to meet people and meet people who love love to do the things that you're doing. And if you're not going to be able to do stuff like that, it's just kind of I, I don't know. Like I don't I would I would almost want to like postpone my going to college. Which is also kind of one of the smarter things to do, right? Like, if we're not going to do college the way college should be, then maybe just sit out a year, so to speak, or sit out until this thing goes away somehow, magically, right? Like, it was going to magically go away, I thought. thought we were there already. Wasn't it going to go away magically? Um, according to the president, by the way. But if, if we're not going to do stuff like that, if we're not going to be able to do all the things that encompass going to college then why go to college at this point sit out a year get a job somewhere grind through that i know when i was in college i grinded through summer jobs in various different fields some better than others but it did that enough where i didn't have to work during college which is like probably not possible anymore but um the the whole idea of, of of just waiting too just seems like the smart thing to do because you know what if you wait a couple of years you'll figure out okay I like this I don't like this I like doing this job actually and and it's an interesting field and maybe I want to advance in this field in a different capacity but to go to co- and then two years later right two years down the road it sounds like this thing's gonna go we're gonna do this COVID thing for two years which is just very depressing um, but we're not getting any better at it in the United States at. Uh, <laughs> bringing down the virus. So it sounds like this thing's going to go on. Maybe Joe Biden will fix it though. Like that, you know, like it'll it'll just snap and it'll go away because of Joe Biden. Probably right. No, he's not saying that though, at least. Um, But yeah, just the the idea of, of not being able to experience college the way, the way it should be seems, seems pretty depressing to me. Kind of, kind of seems like you should probably just wait, wait it out, do something else for a little bit, make some money, bank some money, learn, get some new experiences in there. Figure out what you do and don't like and and then go to college a couple years down the road when maybe you know a little bit better what you want to do. Um, probably probably would have did some stuff a little bit differently, but I'm here too. This is a fun job, so I can't complain. All right, coming up tomorrow, hopefully Mayor Tim Cabot. I'm also thinking about having Dan Kabenke and Brad Paff on. Not at the same time, though. That would be interesting, but... Shooting for having them on this week. All right. Thanks for listening.